Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Undisciplined the Podcast. With me tonight, we have the slightly under the weather. Apparently, he's got herpes or some kind of uncurable disease. <laughs> Mr. Brandon Cloud, how are we? What's up, overweight lover? Okay, relax. I'm definitely not Jared Levert and nowhere near no Ruben Studded. But I am sorry for 2004. For I feel like you're more head. heavy D, brother. I was hefty in fourth grade. I ain't going to hold you. Definitely was a husky busky. What's popping though, bro, man? It's been a while, man. I ain't I ain't heard from you in a minute. I mean, we ain't really even rap personally outside the pod in a minute neither, bro. Like, what's really going on with you, bro? How you been? Man, I, I you know, I've been all over the place, you know. Dealing with some uh, personal struggles, you know. But mm-hmm. I'm alive. Uh, yeah, I know. I saw your SOS text the other day. You like, man, we need to chop it up about some real real business ideas because you know what's going on for you currently you just ready to get out or pivot from it seems like huh bro you just you know like you hate working for somebody else you know and and i mean even just the little lazy nine to five jobs like they just they get sickening you know and i went to college i got a degree and i ain't working in my field yet you know what i'm saying i'm i'm slightly there but you know, you just want to get there now, you know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to get to that bag, bro. And I'm trying to do it by any means, man. And I already know I got resources around me and I need to start using them, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I reached out, you know what I'm saying? I, I got to use my resources. No, I totally agree with you, brother. And you know, I'm always going to be here to support you no matter what it is. And the fact that you did reach out, I was excited to hear that, you know, you looked at me and regard me as someone that could, uh, either lead you or help you get into a you know a proper direction for what you want to do because me myself I, I need help too at all times and i feel like that's why we need to stick together as a collective man because we have different connections whether it's with me and what i got going on whether it was with anybody else as part of the podcast what they got going on we all in so many different sectors whether it's in closing uh clothing and fashion you know coaching whether it's in business marketing graphic design music athletic training like i feel like everybody in this group chat everybody that's in this collective that is undisciplined you know we could really shift and be that ecosystem that we talk about for the black community for so long i feel like it's just now we got to put some actions in place bro the actions is really where you know you see what's about to happen you know what i'm saying you don't see it just sitting down man and i really realized that like you know what i'm saying talk about wanting all this stuff but what are you really doing every day to put yourself there? And that's what I really have been struggling with, you know, because I see myself, you know, just sitting here at the crib. I go coach, come back to the crib. And, you know, like, what did I do to put myself in a position to get where I want to be? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I learned that to do that, I got to work for it. So whatever I want to do, I, if I got to get a certification, I got to study to get that certification. If I want to, you know, obtain a certain job, who do I got to talk to to get there? What do I got to do to get there? So, you know, just seeking out the help, seeking out the actual actions that you need to take and actually taking them actions. Bro, right. I'm telling you, that's really what's going to help us get to where we want to go. Especially when we talk about, oh, we want to better our community. But what the hell are we going to do to do it, bro? No, I agree. Full heartedly. But in, in, in more so... Before we get to the community level, we have to start with ourselves. 
So the fact that you texted me the other day, I mean, I really want to kind of dive into it. I mean, I know you probably didn't predict that we'd have this conversation on a public forum like the pod, but I feel like ain't no time like now because you're not the only one that may be going through a similar struggle. And you definitely not the only one in this conversation. Cause I go through that struggle a lot. And I Fact. always question whether the decisions I make day to day are the ones that I need to make to get to where I want to be. But you know, it's the same thing. And it's kind of cliche is that you do have to trust the process you have to know that the hard work that you are putting in is going to, you know, bear the results that you want, you know, because the law of attraction, I believe in it very heavily that, you know, the things that I speak into existence or speak of will become into existence or will occur for me in my life. And it goes same thing for positive and negative thoughts. So if you speak only negatively about yourself, then you have to be, you know, or you can't be a shocked or, you know, surprised when only negative shit occurs around you. You know, so it's like if you truly want the good things that you want in life to happen, you have to speak upon it and you can't be scared to let it be known because, you know, it's twofold. Right. When you speak about it, you letting people know around you that this is what you want for yourself. But when you have a good support system, now they're going to be able to hold you accountable and keep you on the right path to where, like, if you ever teeter, you get right back where you need to be. Right. I know one thing about the whole support system. I feel like. Every everybody has a support system, whether it could be somebody who just, you know, reach out at with the smallest thing, you know, if you need something, call me or, you know, like I'm a phone call away or, you know, what I'm saying if somebody just openly asks you what's wrong, you know, everybody got that support system. But I feel like it's up to us to use it. And that's what I really been learning more to use my support system, you know, right. I, I like. The other day, I, I hit up my best friend and I like literally just broke down, you know, telling him about my life, you know, stuff that I don't really open up to anybody about. Talk to my pops, opened up, tell them stuff, you know, that I just don't really tell anybody. But, you know, the closure that you feel after you let that stuff out that you just been building up that you just don't tell nobody, bro. When I tell you that makes you feel like I almost felt like I accomplished my goals right there, you know, just letting something off my chest, bro. But my support system helped me. And it's they always tell you, if you need something, go see them. So I decided to take that action. I went to see them. And, you know, it didn't lead me wrong, bro. No, I mean, I agree with you, man. And it's so funny that you even are mentioning all this stuff because, you know, it's weird. I've been at a crossroads. I wouldn't say crossroads, but I've been more so like really reflecting on what I need to do to to get better as a person, apart from this business, apart from this work, apart from just, you know, health and, you know, really external stuff, more so internal stuff, because I feel like one, as a black man, we never really address what's going on up top. And then two, just being that this world that we live in, a lot of people put on a facade and I just want to come off as genuine as possible. And I've been questioning and asking a lot of people too to tell me like what they feel like are some of my good and bad habits. And a lot of people been mentioning to me that I never open up. And I was like, what you mean open up? And they were like, you just, you don't really let people in. And, and I, and as I reflect and look upon myself with relationships that I make with people recently, especially I, it's true. Like I feel like sometimes I don't, I don't know what, to talk about with certain people beyond a certain point because you know i know a lot about people but they don't know nothing about me so right. it's kind of hard for them to ask like oh how's your family doing because some people that are you can quote unquote say that i'm around a lot don't even know anything about you know the fact that i got siblings or how my parents situation is or anything of that nature you know and i feel like damn 
I, I do need to open up a little bit more just so people feel like they are more connected to me as opposed to just having a surface level relationship. So, yeah, I'm definitely working on those things, too, as well, because I don't know. I mean, it spurs from like having trust issues, but, you know, to really begin to like really fix that shit, I guess I got to start trusting a little bit more and be willing to take an L on, you know, maybe some relationships don't go the way I, I hope, you know. Like when we, when me and my best friend had this conversation, like he was telling me like, you know, he struggled with the same things, you know, opening up. And what I was telling him was, you know, it's kind of always been this thing with me where I feel if I open up to somebody, I feel vulnerable. You know, I feel like they could use it against me or I kind of feel like weak, you know, but you really not weak. You know, it's nothing wrong with opening up, man, because honestly, bro, when you let those feelings bottle up and you know, you just let that cup keep filling up, filling up, man. It's going to eventually tip over. And, you know, my cup was almost, you know, it's been, the water been running for a long time, bro. You know, my cup's mm-hmm. been full. And, you know, when I talked to him, bro, my cup just tilted, bro. Like, the well was emptying, bro. But you see it, man. I'm telling you, bro. You see it. You're not weak, man. And that's mm-hmm. one thing that I feel like should be the emphasis to somebody if they feel like they're going through something and they feel like they need to talk to somebody you're not weak because you're expressing yourself it's nothing wrong with expressing yourself no i agree man i mean it's easier said than done but i do agree it's bro it's definitely easier said than done bro trust me me telling you this right now bro like honestly if we was to talk about this last week you wouldn't have got it out of me you really wouldn't have right but you know it's a process of learning you know how to open up and not letting those worries just sit on your mind. Now I respect that. I'm glad you shared that too. Because I know, excuse me, personally, that I know you've been going through a couple of different things mentally. And it's been kind of conflicting. And it's kind of been like, you know, wearing on you, right? You know, yeah. we haven't, me and you personally haven't spoken about it on a one-on-one level. And I've been meaning to, to reach out to you because, you know, I hate to hear one of my brothers is going through such things, you know. So it's good that we are having this conversation now. And I mean, even though it's kind of like a part of the podcast, so to speak, I think it's a fair thing for people to hear about because at the end of the day, like we, 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 we say it in the name, like we can talk about anything and we really do care for one another. Like we really is a family. Like we're not just up here doing something because it's the wave to make a part. Like it happens so genuinely and everything that we speak about so candidly, like it just makes too much sense to do what we do. And I feel like a lot of people are going to be attracted to it nonetheless. But it's like, even from your perspective of how you're talking about, like, you know, having these conversations where you're releasing certain things that were bottled up is so important. Like, it is. Like, for me, like, I, I had the issues of being overwhelmed with, like, trying to balance so many things, like, including the podcast, including, like, you know, my apparel business, including my personal work, including all the other things I'm trying to get involved with, and never really being able to reach out for someone to, like, help me. Like, yo, I need help. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't got it all together. Like, I fuck up a lot. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, one of those things was like, ah, what the fuck? But, yeah, so it's like, I don't know. Mentally... I feel like unpacking a lot of things with people that you're close to so you can, I guess, quote unquote, be vulnerable is healthy. And I feel like, you know, as a culture, you know, as a collective, as people, man, we need to get back to just being honest and being genuine and not being afraid to be vulnerable because a lot of people out here are sheeps wearing wolves masks, man. And I'm sick and tired of it, to be honest with you, brother. 
Yeah, me too, though, bro, man. People just be tripping. I don't know why people be doing that. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it's time we, you know, obviously pick things up and shift the mindset once again, man, to a no, to something a little bit more positive, something a little bit more, obviously, you know, fucking helpful. People need help out here, but, I mean, we're going on for tangent, but we supposed to really get into the business today. I don't know if people really care too much about hearing about our lives, but let's get into the shits while we're here. Um, you know, sports, man. NBA playoffs is finally here. All right. Ain't no LeBron, though. Who Excuse cares no about the playoffs if LeBron ain't there? Like, it's boring. I, I can't even tell you who's in the playoffs right now. All I know is Kyle hold Lowry shooting his leg. Well, yeah, Kyle Lowry playing like he ain't playing. But we got to speak on Giannis going crazy. Giannis as right. a temper free throw. Okay. <laughs> you ain't going to talk about my Nigerian brother like that. Listen, he don't need them free throws. He don't need to shoot. He don't need to shoot. He an avatar playing basketball. He don't need to shoot. What the fuck he need to shoot for? Hey, that nigga a tank, bro. <laughs> that nigga's a tank. That nigga out there solid as hell, bro. But, I mean, we going to get to the East. Let's talk about the West, though. What's up with y'all boy Curry, man? Who boy Curry? You Come on, man. Don't disrespect me like that. I feel like you trying me. You know I don't mess I mean, with that light-skinned, high-yellow mother. Ooh, hold up. <laughs> What, 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 why you say hold up? What's, what's you pump the brakes for? You scared? I don't like head? that high yellow bastard. Man, listen, that nigga got hung up on the rim. Oh my gosh, on national TV in the clutch. How you get hung up on the rim, bro? Listen, man. See, this is why we don't wear Under Armour basketball shoes. Bro, he make all light skinned niggas look bad. Light skinned niggas, y'all take an L on this one. Listen, I'll be sure was not happy when he seen that. I know Dave was crying. Fuck Dave. <laughs> Dave, Dave ain't joined the pod because he want to argue and shit with somebody's daughter. But we ain't going to speak on it too much. But no, nah, Curry, man. Hey. Curry Lowry, man. Hey, listen. Hey, both of them niggas on some shit for real. Kyle Lowry and motherfucking Curry. Them both niggas, they playing sorry as hell. But if you ask me, though, I still got the Warriors about to take it because KD the best player in the world right now. But what's up with Bar your none. boy Draymond, though? He trying to literally kill Harden. That's what he do. He stuck his, he was he nut stuck his boo-boo fingers in his eye. <laughs> I mean, he notorious for giving niggas pink eye. <laughs> that nigga farted that ain't the first time he don't gave niggas pink eye. You feel me? But, like, that's Draymond, though. Like, Draymond on Draymond. Like, he he nut check niggas out there on the court. He give niggas pink eye. He don't wash his hands after he do the number two. And he just come out there and put his hands in people's mouths and fucking eyes. That's just what he notorious for. I feel like Draymond lick his fingers after everything he eat. It don't matter what it is, bruh. He do look kind of nasty. Like, my nigga look like he got sticky hands all the time. That nigga pick his nose and then go shake a nigga hand. He a foul cut. but that's a foul nigga right there. That's one of, he, he definitely looked like the type to just, you know what I'm saying? Like, he looked like the type to wipe his Cheeto residue on the back of your shirt. <laughs> you can't trust him. <laughs> You can't trust him. Like, I don't like niggas like you, bro. Come on, man. Don't come wipe your dirty-ass chip residue on me, bro. <laughs> that nigga walking around with flaming hot residue all day, stuck in between his fingernails, saving some for later. Nigga don't use hand sanitizer or water and soap. He just lick his fingers <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Talking about, all right, bet, hands clean. Like, no, nigga, they not. Nah, Draymond whack, though. I'm not really feeling Draymond, man. I, I, I didn't hated Draymond ever since the first playoffs when, when the Cavs played him in the finals, man. I, Draymond well, that's just said, Well, that's because Draymond was frustrating your boy, uh, your boy Bron Bron out there. How, he frustra- you know How is he frustrating Bron and Bron was leading all categories? We could do this if you want to do this. 
okay, you know what? Fuck the numbers because y'all lost. So how about that? Hey, we got one. Cleveland, this is for you. Who y'all got now? Sexton. We, we got Odell. <laughs> y'all got Sexton and Tristan Thompson. Got, okay, never. Ever I don't even. I don't even know if the Cavs still a team. Fuck we got Odell though. Y'all got Odell and Cleveland Browns, bro. First of all, let's talk about it. If the Browns don't win eight games this year, bro, on, on everything I love, y'all got to blow Cleveland. You ain't got to worry about that because we won the Super Bowl. Bro, if you do not get to the playoffs on everything I love, y'all got to, like, legit just pack them up and shit them out again because there's no point. Who did the Falcons draft? Alignment? First of all, we need that, though. We need to protect my boy Mighty Ice. And real talk, it's like, I'm, I'm – Yo, I don't know about y'all, cause listen, I know the, uh, I know Arthur Blank and them. They fought with Maddie Ice, but I got one more year with him. I ain't really fucking with Cuz, cause he had a line. We got the best wide receiving court in the league. What? In how? How? Yes. How? How? No, let's, no, no. Let's you talk. Gotta, no, no. Let's talk. If you bro. look at it, look at it, look at it statistically, and look at the players themselves individually. Okay, look at that. We got the best wide receiving core in the league, bro. How? Ain't no reason we should be. How? Come on, man. Sway. We got who? How? All right. We got Sanu. We got Young Red. Okay. And then when D-Free get How? healthy, Tevin Coleman get healthy. Look, come on, man. We got too many weapons out there. Be out there losing that many games. I'm not hearing y'all. I'm going to fuck. But y'all, fly high. but y'all about to get the same result, bro. It's about to be the same result as last year. Listen, bro. You worry about them dark, sorry-ass Cleveland Browns. Because if y'all niggas shit the bed again. We're, hey, we're good over here. You ain't got to worry about us. Yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah, all right. Patty, Patty Kate, Patty Kate. Ship Baker main out if that's the case. All I'm saying y'all. is the Baker is about to get in his bag. First of all, you was the number one Baker hater while he was in you college. Damn I don't know where you came right. from. But that's my teammate. That's my quarterback. All right, Terrell. That's my quarterback. You see how niggas switch up? This is why I don't like Cleveland fans. Y'all niggas is fickle. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Burn his jersey when he left. Soon as Braun came back, y'all put his nuts on your head. So, like, Ron, you telling me my energy hasn't been consistent? My energy no. is not, bro. No. I didn't. Hold on. All season, I didn't tell y'all. I'm still not a believer. But didn't I tell y'all he finally made me a believer? Oh my god, niggas love to be finally made into something. All right, you sound like a cheating boyfriend. Not talking about. But now I'm finally gonna that. be faithful, bro. You just you that Super Bowl must ache your spine. Listen, you want to get kicked off the pod? That Super Bowl must ache your spine. Well, hold on. Yeah. What was it? Was it 28 to Trey? All right. Any home, continuing what we have on the docket here, um, your boy D-Low don't know how to go through TSA smart. <laughs> the nigga is a rookie. Who the fuck taught him that bullshit that he tried to pull? Listen, you know, first of all, I've never been on a plane. Never been on a plane. You ain't never been on a plane? I've never been on a plane. Undisciplined trips. Hey, we going international. We definitely got to hit a trip. But here's my thing. First of all, D'Lo is a basketball player. First off, you're a millionaire. Why do you have to sneak Bud on a plane? Why can't you just cop wherever you going? First of all, the sad thing is, for all y'all that don't know, the TSA dogs don't even be smelling for weed, bruh. They smelling for bombs and things of that nature and their ingredients and bombs. So they don't even give a fuck if you got the weed on you. It's just that your dumbass got to know there's a fluid limit. So you can't take a whole can of Arizona or quote unquote Arizona in your fucking hand luggage, dummy. Bruh, I, you know, it's just like I can't wrap my mind around how dumb this nigga is. 
Damn. He a snitch <laughs> and he an idiot. Like, what's up with bro? And he had a good season too. That's the sad part. Like, yeah, damn, that nigga turned up. That nigga turned just... up and he's tripping. What's wrong with your boy, man? Listen, niggas got to do better in 2019 is all I'm going to say. But I am kind of sick, though, because hold on, bro. They don't got no PJs for niggas coming out on the Brooklyn Nets. Like, what's up with the team jet, bro? <laughs> bro, hold on. Hey, like listen, Rock, hold, man. hold. I don't know what hold been up to, man. He been, he been doing some other stuff lately. He he took that team jet money by Beyonce and New Rain, bro. Hey, you know what? That's what happened when you when you take the uh the, the lunch with Hove, you know? You, you know? Wait, lunch with Hove? What's lunch with Hove? Oh, you ain't been hearing that on Twitter? Would you rather take a a lunch with Jay Z or take like it was maybe like four hundred K or something like that? Like So wait a minute, hold on, let's let's run it back. Chipotle with Hove <laughs> or four hundred racks. Right, listen. Anybody who's saying they'd take a lunch with Hove over 400K, nigga, you're stupid, bro. First of all, I don't know what. Like, ni- hold on. <laughs> Before you like, get into your bag, he- I just got to say, because I didn't know this was a thing, niggas have zero confidence in themselves. Nigga, give me 400 racks. I will be next to Jay Z soon enough. Get the fuck out of my face. Listen, you give me 400K, I'm, I'm blowing it. But but that's not that's nah, not nah, his business. I ain't worried about blowing it, nigga. Just know I'm gonna be next to Jay Z on my own accord. <laughs> fuck Chipotle date, nigga. Where he gonna take you, Houston? I don't give a fuck. You can take me to the best steakhouse in the in the motherfucking town. Ten minutes of lunch with Hove. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> I will get to next to Hove on my own accord. I always better myself. That nigga fuck. gonna leave you with the tab too. You know he would. He left that nigga D-Lo without a jet. Man, listen, hey. It's none of my business. It's none of my business. Listen, what's been going on with music too, by the way? Because I ain't been hearing nothing new come out this summer yet. I don't know, man. Future back, uh, he just had surgery, if you ain't heard. Surgery? Yeah, his back was like hurting from carrying the rap game for the past year. That's what niggas said. I seen that little stupid ass. (laughs) Shout out Uncle Future, man. Shout out. Real nigga shit. Shout out Future. Future. It has been a slow start to the summer, though, but I feel like niggas is cooking because I feel like niggas is kind of worried because I don't know. Drake might drop something in the summer, supposedly. Rihanna supposed to be coming, but she supposed to be having. Listen, bro, a while I'm now. sorry. I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you said that name. Speaking of Re, have you listened to Anti recently? I mean, I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't never been too big on the Re music. Listen I here, dog. Been on big on Let Re. me tell you here, bro. Re was in a bag unattainable. I see why she ain't made nothing yet. Cause she like really I don't think she could top this, bro. I mean Re talented though. Like niggas know Re talented. So that's why I feel like niggas is just holding up. Cause if Re coming like they say she coming, yeah, you don't want to be in her way, because it will be a Rihanna summer. Listen, Re makes hits, bro. I she don't miss, bro. She does not miss. No, she don't miss. I love that big four headed bitch. She don't miss. Ooh, I love me a big four headed chick, boy. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna hold you too. Big four-headed girls need to come back because a lot of these women, they frontals is getting too close to their brows. They trying to hide the forehead. I don't know what it. Let that forehead breathe, baby girl. It's 2019 summertime. I know your scalp is itching, bro. So how how you feeling about uh the new shorty out, Megan the Stallion? Oh man, Megan the me. Stallion. Oh, oh, I love Meg. Boy. Let me tell I you, love dog. That bitch. Let me tell you, bro. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Meg, boy. Big old freak. I'm Meg's hey. biggest supporter, dog. <laughs> Listen, that shit came on the whip. I'm riding. Hey, 
Listen, that act up. I ain't gonna hold you. City girls got the a couple city. Too. Hey, listen, they got a couple now. City girls got some heat now. I'm trying to be in Miami with that act up. Come on, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm gonna I'm sit my drink and chill. Let the girls do their thing. Miami, when the but act you, up I'm, come I'm, on, you trying to get niggas in trouble. Listen, I'm gonna whisper the lyrics to myself though. <laughs> 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 you know, because you know you can't scream that shit because that's a girl shit. That like, nigga, you gotta let them get that off. That nigga like, shit. Some, like you know when Bodak Yellow came out, like. Yeah, you had to be the cool nigga. Like, I ain't gonna really say this shit, but I know it. Like, it's slap, you know, though. The bitch slap. You know, being the bad, like, yeah, I don't know. Listen, bro. All I'm saying is, I like, when she said act up, you can get slapped up, I felt that. I it, well, hold on. I thought it was snatched up. I thought it was slapped up. Whichever I one. Need a little ratchet bitch I ain't gonna come, lie. Come, I, come I'm gonna prefer slapped up because, you know, that's how I be feeling. I ain't trying to snatch mm-hmm. nobody up. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of kidnappy. Mm-hmm. But now I fuck with the city girls and they little little wave busting down the scammers. Yeah, shout out to you Meg, me? man. I hope she stay around, man. You know, oh, she gonna stay around. No, nah, Meg definitely here to stay, man. Meg thick. She a stallion. Someone tried to ask me the other day, what's a stallion? Little dude, I, I know. He was on some like a stallion like a cougar. I said, Boy, you don't nah, know. Nah, you don't even you know, rookie. kid. I said, A stallion, that's a woman. That's a woman, woman. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like she stacked like. She got it all. That's me. No, nah, she built totally different, my guy. I'm a fan. Listen, I stand. I stand. Her and Drake took a little picture, though, this past week. And you you know, I'm so sick of Drake, bro. Drake always trying to take all the plays. Like, that nigga just need to go somewhere, bro. Well, let's get into Drake, though. He did win, like, 30 Billboard Awards and some other nonsense. So, like, you know, niggas is talking about he the greatest artist of all time. What you think? <laughs> Nah, see, y'all gonna laugh. This is what I. This is what I. This is what hold I on, don't like. You said greatest artist of all time. Like, if you would have said greatest artist out right now, I'd have probably said, all right, you know, Drake got bangers. You know what I'm saying? People love Drake. But I'm gonna play devil's advocate though, because there's an argument to be had. How? How? So, so listen. You you present your stance. I'm not saying that I necessarily agree with the sentiment that Drake is the greatest artist, but I feel like it's a fair argument to put him in the top ten. I'm going to tell you this right now, bro. You can relate basketball and music with this statement. Because okay. in basketball, there's a will. You know, that that's that thing that... Who er- will in music? <laughs> Come on, man. You already know who will. Ain't nobody I touching... I what you going to say. Ain't nobody touching 100 points. Mike! Mike is will. Okay. Mike is a 100-point man. Okay. Ain't nobody touching Mike. Have you ever... Have you turned on Thriller lately? That nigga started off Thriller with Wanna Be Starting Something. That nigga had seven singles. Every song after the intro is a single, and it went diamond. That nigga Mike is wilt, bro. Nobody's touching Mike at all. Nah, okay. But but what about, what would you say to Drake and what he's able to, to do? Now. Literally, literally, one, staying at the top of the game, not just in rap, but in music, for the most part, for like 10 plus years now. Now, Drake. Since what, 2008, yeah, Drake has been on, bro. Like, when I tell you Drake has been on, he's been at the top of the game. I'm, I'm not a Drake fan by any means. But you respect what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? He got the numbers to back it up. Yes. That's another thing. You can't deny his numbers. This man has how many number ones? How Every album, platinum. And how many times platinum? I mean, I remember when he dropped If You're Reading This and It's Too Late or whatever the fuck it's called. Every song on that bitch literally 
was on the charts. It was like the whole album was like the top 20 spots on the charts for like Billboard singles the next fucking day. Right. Like, what do you say to that? I just want to say like, if, if we go back in 10 years and we feel the same way about Drake, then that's when we can present this argument. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go back and talk about Mike now and you still feel the same way. He still has that impact on people. Them numbers speak. The music speaks. You know what I'm saying? And Drake has some replay value, but let's see if we go back and feel the same way about Take Care in a couple years. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but see, don't do not do it like that, so that replay that, value. Because that's, that, that's particular to, to, to your own opinion. And we ain't going to act like Take Care wasn't fire. Niggas, niggas was going crazy when So Far So Gone got on fucking iCloud. I mean, excuse me, Apple Music like a couple months ago. So let's not act like niggas was not reminiscing. But that's just because they're Drake stands, you know? Nah, bro. Everybody in the group chat was going up like they never heard So Far So Gone ever. Not I. But see, once again, that's personal opinion. The album went platinum and it was like an album that came out not even, what, 10 years prior? It was like a 10 year anniversary of So Far So Gone. And it went platinum over like a lot of albums that had just came out for the first time ever that week. What do you That's say to that? Because nobody making nothing. Man, I'd have to go back and see what came out at that time. But I, I disagree. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily agree that Drake is the greatest artist of all time. But like you said, ten years from now, when we do look back at this point. I feel like it's going to be an argument that's going to be worth having and it's going to be something that we're going to be willing to accept a little bit more. Trust me, it's like don't the same get thing me with wrong, LeBron. Bro. Don't get me wrong. Nobody wanted not. to no one to wanted to accept LeBron and his greatness for a long time because Kobe was still playing. And then after Kobe retired and and niggas started to see LeBron's really that deal like yeah, it was I feel undeniable. You. Trust me, I'm not I'm not by any means, you know, disrespecting him saying like, you know, he can't be top 10. At all, and then I—I I mean, I just got frustrated because niggas started throwing out some wild shit. Like when when Chase said the Beatles, the Beatles. I just—I just feel like it's certain Beatles, things that he still has to accomplish. The Beatles. That, I think that's the best way for me to put it. It's still a couple things I feel like he has to accomplish. What what are you, what do you need him to accomplish again in the music world? Honestly, it's it's a couple things, man. It's it's really what do you need him to do, things, bro? Because. <laughs> What do you do? He don't broke touring records. He don't broke singles. Y'all think he got a classic, man? I don't think he has a classic, bro. I don't. You don't think Take is a classic? I don't, bro. I really don't. Nah. I mean, listen. I have very strong opinions about Drake too. I mean, Take Care to Me is a classic. I'm telling you, I listened to If You're Reading This Is Too Late a couple weeks ago. I think that's his second best album. Over nothing was the same. Come on, bro. Nah, I can't do that. I'm gonna do it. Ooh, Only, this is my that. thing. I didn't really, I didn't really jump. The nothing was the same. It took me a while to go into because I felt like he was re, like he always has like bangers and he always has like commercially good success on the charts and on the radio. But I just feel like nothing was the same. Was was heavily radio feels like. Just hold on, we're going home. I listen to that shit now. I don't, I'm not fucking with it. Um, now nah, furthest thing was fire um tuscan leather the intro fire, fire. Uh, own it um, fire own it it's a vibe it, fire. it's vibey you know three or five to my city you know the little vibey vibe too much but what's fire. the other one too much radio recordy oh but it's come on too much was fire no i'm thinking excuse me you're right too much is the fire one i'm thinking of the other joint that he had with uh with, with fucking two chains and big. Oh, the um, not, what what was it called? Uh, all, all me, me, all me, yeah. Yeah, nah, I can do without that. But those are the things though, like too much, 
Tuscan Leather. Worse. The joint he had with Jay Z. Like, lo- hey, hold on, hold on. You know what? But I'm telling Damn. you, no. But listen, this is the thing. Let's look. You gotta listen. Trust me, bro. Go back and listen to that if you're reading this too late. Like, niggas did not fuck with it at first. But if you hear it now, it aged better to me. You can't bring up his only blemish and not expect me to talk about it now. <laughs> What's his only blemish? What you mean? That boy got washed on nothing was the same by Hove. I mean, but it's Hove, bro. It's Hove. You, not too many niggas got the best of Hove on a, vo- on a verse. Kate. Only person Kate, to really Kate, get the Kate, best of Kate, Hove on Kate. a verse uh, might be M. Might be M. M didn't M didn't do nothing with Hove on Renegade. Don't don't go there. No, don't go there. No, don't go no. there. M the only person. This is the thing though. You don't really like M like that. I feel, but I like I think M. M is, I think he's the only person to ever really get the best of Hove on a uh, record. People really feel like Hove got washed on Renegade. I can't stand that. I not washed. Can't. Not washed. Not washed. Bro, that's no. That is what people say. They say Hove got destroyed on Renegade. Well, I mean, you know, it's hard for me to say because I don't even know too many people that even know that song at this point because not too many people I know go back and double back to listen to real music. You know, that's a fact. Niggas in the niggas in the chat vouching for Lil Lil. What's his name? You know what? what? Buddy? Niggas Lil is Pete, definitely Lil Pete. What's, Lil, what's uh, the color here? Dread uh, Lil Pump. Mexican Lil Pump. Yes, Lil Pump and them. Niggas is vouching for Lil Pump over Prince. I never, I never believe it. <laughs> Yo, Marco really trying to get that off. I don't even know why he mentioned it. <sighs> but but nah, but um, uh, but back to Drake, bro. Honestly. Drake definitely has the potential to be top 10 artists all the time. I probably won't give it to him right now. But right now, honestly, between Beyonce and Drake, I mean, those are our top two of this generation right now, bro. Hey, listen. That's a fact. I need to see that little um, Beyonce homecoming documentary shit. It's, it's I know fire. Girls it's is going fire, crazy. bro. Ain't you in the beehive? I'm going to be. I'm, I am. In the beehive. Yeah, little buzz buzz ass nigga. I probably I got more Beyonce it. on my phone than my girl do. That's a problem. <laughs> right we definitely not going to get into that. Cause hey, matter of fact, let's get into bro, it. Why you got more Beyonce bro, on your girl? Bro, because, listen. What's wrong B with you, bro? has bangers, dog. She but really has I'm saying, though, bangers. when are you playing all these, quote, on, when are you playing these bangers? When I'm chilling. Like, when all I'm these chilling. bangers is built for women's. When I'm chilling. What did you... Bro, it's nothing wrong no. with respecting good music. It's nothing wrong with it. I hear you, but you're not about to tell me you getting off, get me body. Nah, 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 while nah. While you nah. working it's, out. Like, what are you, it's what are you certain doing? stuff that I listen to, you feel me? What is you listening to? Please tell me what's in your song. Nigga, when, I gotta know. When, that, when that dance for you come on, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. That is a bad. Oh, my God. Yo, I had got the best twerk of my life. <laughs> In like freshman year, sophomore year, whenever that little joint came out, to that song, bro, to this day, she put her soul in it. What my nigga say? To this to day, this day. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no twerk, ain't no lap dance, top that one, bro. B put her soul into that dance for you. You know what I'm saying? When that uh, we like the party come on, it don't matter if it's the Kanye version. I mean, not the Kanye version. It don't matter if it's the Three Stacks version. It don't matter if it's the J Cole version. Like when that shit come on, it's fire, bro. I mean, I hear you, but I feel like I don't know, bro. I mean, you is a you a believer, a beehiver, a buzz. But then again, it's not. I listen to a lot of different music, bro. Like I really do. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm just trying to. I mean, I hear you, but if you telling me you listen to the Halo before the game on Friday night, nah, gee. 
it's a good thing we don't give bro, coaches. Bro, I have my playlist. I have my playlist separated. You know what I'm saying? So like, if I'm chilling in the crib, if I'm cleaning up, I can't listen to you know what I'm saying murder music. I ain't trying to listen to Twenty One talk about killing nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to vibe out, clean up, clean up. You know what I'm saying? So that, I'm gonna listen to some B or I'm gonna listen to some R and B. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I hear you. I hear you. You got to have your I, I settings, just, bro. You got to have your music for your di- different type of settings, bro. No, no, I agree with you 100%. I definitely got music for certain vibes because I got my cleaning playlist. I definitely got to throw that Earth, Wind, and Fire on. Okay, Saturday you, you feel me? Just to get you right. Get you right, get your soul in the right place, get your mind and your mental just going for positivity at all times. You time. feel me? I was playing I was playing some, some Parliament and uh, George Clinton earlier. You feel me? Oh, see, niggas don't know about that George Clinton. You know what I'm saying? It, you you got to vibe out. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to listen to the baby. You know what I'm saying? Right now, when I'm cleaning hey, hold up. Hey, but the baby slide, Not when though. I'm cleaning up if right now. Me. I ain't trying to be running around the crib. Now, if I'm about he to go, the I'm about to go throw some weights, hey. now I'm like trying to listen to the Cologne. baby. Hey, <laughs> hit the woe to that bill. Whoa. <laughs> listen, the baby is definitely killing it this summer. I fuck with the baby though. I mess with the baby too, bro. I, I did see a picture of him in a diaper, and it kind of bothered me. But you know, but that shit kind of over. That nigga been did the diaper thing. <laughs> I mean, he is the baby. What you, you know what I'm saying? Way, way, way. Hey, shout out little baby too. I ain't gonna hold you. I thought he was talking about little baby on that uh that that track too. Which one? I'm going baby on baby. That nigga a bitch. Now that now that'd be hollering. I don't, I ain't really think that too that deep into it. But I mean, it just it just sounded like at first because I didn't really know too much about the baby, and I knew he had gotten into some shit with some niggas in East Atlanta, so I just really didn't know. But apparently, he not he cool with little baby, so we cool. Hey, the baby originally from Cleveland, just so you know. What originally? Yes, that nigga, hey. that nigga is not from Cleveland. Origin- that nigga hey, is from he was, Carolina. He was born in Cleveland, dog. Bro, y'all always trying to claim something, bro. Y'all ain't got shit but Kid Cudi you and a, MGK. You a hater, man. You a hater, man. What's the nigga? What's the other nigga that had that little cool song for like a for a summer? Oh, you talking about MGK? <laughs> no, no, no. What's the nigga oh. named Ray? What's his name? Ray? Some shit. Oh, you talking about Ray Junior? <laughs> yeah, he had a little cool little song for like a summer. <laughs> hey, Ray Junior got some bangers. Hey, first okay, off, let's chill. don't disrespect. Let's chill. Don't disrespect my Cleveland artist, my dog. I'm gonna tell you. First of all, I'm tired of niggas just throwing. Yo, he got some bangers. When no, that nigga's not. Hey, listen, shit. bro. That if you, lukewarm. I'm gonna get you hip to my my nigga Doe when we get off of here, bro. To whom? My nigga Doe boy. You know what I'm saying? Future. Oh, I thought you said Dolo. Future artist. You know what I'm saying? My nigga I Doe know, putting Doe on. Boy already though. You fuck with Doe? Hey, yeah, I. But don't just don't say that. Don't say it like that. Nigga he way cool, dead like, walk down ass, my block. Nigga. What's the other nigga y'all try to get me hip to? What's the nigga name? Oh, you talking about uh, Q Money? Q Money, Q Money about yeah, to go down, that song G. Yeah, was fire, but where he at though? He about to go he down, bro. <laughs> Man, come on. Y'all well, see, the you, as a kid, you be MGK. taking hiatuses from the from the chat, and we be talking about this shit. We talked about you taking hiatus. You you take almost three days off and then pop up laughing at shit that happened five weeks ago. But I'm allowed to do so. Niggas got jobs. Niggas got to grind and hustle. Anyway, nigga, Q Money about to go down, bro. <laughs> I'm not really into the Q Money bag, but I'm going to let y'all niggas get me hip, though. I'm here for it all. Hey, listen, I'm going to get but you yeah. hip to a lot of stuff, bro. I, I got you, bro. Just don't worry, man. Okay, slow down. Slow down. All right. But anyway, to continue on, <sighs> Q Money, Drizzy Drake, all these niggas making music. But who going to be the president next is my real question. I hear Biden out here trying to throw his little bit in. It's about to be Donnie again, and we about to be pissed. See, see, this is the problem with niggas. 
You just chalked it up as going to be Donnie again. That's how I know you ain't going to be out there exercising your right to vote. Fuck you mean I ain't going to be exercising to my right to vote? I'm going to vote, but I'm just telling you what it's going to be. <laughs> like, what you mean? Well, it, I don't think it's that easy, bro. That man Donnie, man, listen, I think the, even the white people like, man, I think we fucked up. Nigga, say, hey, nigga <laughs> like, sick of Donnie. <laughs> Yeah, man, even the white people like, man, we fucked up. Like, you know how many white people don't say, like, white people be coming up to me talking about something like, man, fuck Donald Trump. That's the first thing I think about. I'm like, bro, it's cool. Like, I don't think you're racist. Like, you ain't got to come out with that. Like, it's cool. We can talk about something else. Like, how was the game? It's like, how did we really <laughs> you know let saying? that happen? We really allowed this to happen. I mean, niggas was at the, was niggas, niggas was sleep, you know, um, when Barack Obama got in there. Um, you know, it was more so like one of those things where like, we was glad to have someone that look like us represent us in that in that realm, but we forgot to to hold them even accountable for what we needed as a as a people, and and then he himself, I feel like when he got there too, there was nothing he could do because we aren't the focus, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's twofold. We didn't hold him accountable, and he lost interest in what we needed too. Have you heard? So um... I, regardless of who's next, we need them. We got to hold the next person accountable because, I mean, Donnie was going to be Donnie. But what you about to say? Mention, no, how you was mentioning how, um, like, we weren't the focal point or something like that. Have you mm-hmm. heard High for Hours by uh, J. Cole? Yeah, of course. So, like, that makes me think of, like, you know, that statement he said when he was, when he asked the president a question, you know what I'm saying? How do he see the brothers in oppression, you know? he It's pretty much politics, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he got stuff that he want to do, but it's political. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I really, I don't want to say Obama's at fault, but then again, it's so much corruption and I ain't putting it past him if he didn't give a fuck about us. Well, I don't think it's not, a, I don't think it's a thing of he didn't himself, like, give a fuck about the people. I don't, I yeah, I don't think it's like, per se him, but I'm saying like, yeah, the systems are not system set in place where he can't to where we're the focus point, you know, you got to think like. There's a lot of people, it's like, this is why America's a corporation, where it's like, you have a lot of interest groups, you have a lot of, like, basically people at the board of trustees that are in control that you gotta pretty much satisfy and make sure that whatever product that you deliver appeases them first. Like, to them, you know, black people are at the bottom of the total pole, and it's not because necessarily always just about race, but it's about the politics and our pull and our power and our money. Like, we are so divided as a people that we, our influence is never really just aligned with a common goal. So that's why I feel like the shift to get us all thinking alike, or at least not alike, but at least thinking of our interests to where we do have power, will change the game. Because, like, Asians don't vote. Like, I've talked to a few Asians, Asians like Eastern Asians, Western Asians, and they don't really care too much about politics. But people that obviously create laws are interested in what they do because they collectively can shift together or at least keep everything in house to create their own communities. That's why Chinatowns blow up in this, in these black communities because it's disenfranchised lands and this like cheap real estate there. They come in there with their money, stick together, buy it up, build on top of it and circulate that shit through their own little culture in America. Right. And it's like, we need to do the same thing, bro. Like, Legit, like, I feel like, not to, you know, go back to Jay-Z, but this is why Jay-Z remains so fucking great, is because he threw that shit in there, and that little verse he did about Nipsey and everything, talking about, like, how we literally can do the same shit and gentrify our own hoods without having someone else come in there and doing it, and then we get upset, and then mad niggas is just the place without houses to live. 
Right. You know, I with the whole Jay-Z thing and the gentrifying thing, you know, people be talking about how how Jay-Z pretty much fucked over his whole community. <laughs> people do, but I, I was listening to something else not too long ago. It's crazy, because, like, even with, like, we joked about him in the Brooklyn Nets, but people don't understand that Jay-Z owned a percent of a percent of the, the Brooklyn Nets. Like, right. he was the celebrity face, so, like, his percentage... Like I think his initial investment into the team was like four and a half million, and when a team is worth a couple billion, that's like literally point oh percent of like what the fucking team is worth. So his control is very minimal. But when you are the fucking celebrity face, you know, obviously being that he's Jay Z too, everything's gonna be attributed to him, good or bad, and indifferent. And then plus two, he backed out of it as well. Like he sold his portion off. Oh, he did. Like, he's not really. Yeah, he's not even. He don't got no ownership in the Nets no more. Like niggas don't know that either. I did not. Niggas know just that. be chatting. You feel me? Like niggas just be chatting for real. But it's like I think too. Once again, his influence being so small, and once he probably realized what they were really about in terms of like really just redoing and gentrifying all of Brooklyn, it was like one of those things. Was like I honestly can't change what they got going on because my power here is minimal. But I'm definitely not gonna be trying to associate myself with it no more. Right. No, you I know, feel if you look at it like that logically. So it's like, but he take the rap for that, or he get blamed for that a lot of times. And people like to say he was cooning on behalf of that. But it's like, yo, when you look at it real, realistically, it's like it's it's business. And then two is like that nigga's business just wasn't there no more, and he he has no business trying to control their business. If he ain't affiliated, yeah, hove out here, man. I did. I honestly did not know that he um sold his portion. That's really new news to me, bro. Yeah, man. So it's like I don't know, but it's like it's this. It always goes back to that same thing. Niggas like to chat and don't really be knowing their facts, you know. Yeah, that. But hey, I I know one thing. We gotta do something to to figure out what we about to do with this president because I can't do another for for Donnie, bro. I can't. I cannot. But so I mean, so you think it's gonna be gonna be Biden, Bar- Bernie? You think it's gonna be Pedo Joe? Who Pedo Joe? You ain't never heard about Pedo Joe? Joe. Oh, you talking about Pedo Joe Biden? You know well, well, I, I know Joe don't do some things. I don't know, man. You know all these old white dudes, they always nasty. He he weird. I ain't gonna throw it on him, but he just weird, bro. Like I, I didn't seen a couple videos that people didn't post it. I didn't been on YouTube. I didn't got caught in the YouTube wormhole and then watched videos on this nigga doing weird shit on camera. Like I ain't I, I mean, I love me a good little uh YouTube conspiracy though. Hey, well I I'll show you the video. It's like a video of him like they not not so much at a press conference, but like I don't know who it is. They visit in the White House. They taking pictures and all that other shit. And like he's kind of like, you know how like say you standing in, you got like a child standing in front of you. Like say a young boy, maybe five or six. You got your hands on his shoulders. Right. So it's a young girl standing in front of him. He got her, his hands on her shoulders, or maybe it was on her sides or something. But it's just like the way he was touching her was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you know people. They throw out this pedo Joe stuff, but I I, I ain't putting it past nobody. But I don't know, won't know until well, we know. I mean, I mean, you know they gonna throw out some wild shit, but and they always gonna throw out some wild shit. When you announce you going for presidency, they gotta go throw out some wild shit about you and your past, you know. And they were talking about him um, also too being affiliated with the uh, that the, the the crime bill, the Clinton crime bill that got pushed through in the nineties. 
and his whole his whole perspective on it and how he I think I can't remember whether he signed it or some other shit he did did to it. But it's just like it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you gotta understand like whoever gonna be in the office as a community, bro, we gotta hold them accountable. You know what I'm saying? No matter what side they from or who it really is, like because at this point, it's not a thing of, like, really just policies and politics and how your viewpoints align. is like, yo, we got to get certain things pushed so we can be better as a people. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, this thing's on both sides of the table. And that's why I hate this bipartisan shit because it's all just created just to divide people more and more. But I feel like there's things on both sides of the table that you can, you know, when you start to look at the nitty gritty, you can say, okay, I agree with that. Oh, I don't agree with this side. But I do agree with this over here. Oh, man, nah, I only fuck with that from this side. Huh, Okay. And you start to pull and pull to where you can realize, like, hmm, we just need to vote on our interests and fuck what they talking about. Right. Because, like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what the lady's name was. But, like, I was scrolling through Twitter yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I dropped it in the chat, actually. It was, like, I guess her plan or one something that she wanted to oh, do. Oh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, with the um, whole student loan thing. Right. It's stuff like that that catch your attention. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to figure out. Whoever is running for the president, what are you going to do that's going to catch people's attention and that's going to, you know, start some kind of change, bro? Because, like, honestly, everybody's saying, oh, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to build a wall. I'm trying to fix the the national deficit or I'm trying to, you know, lower taxes. You know, they say all that shit. But how the, how the hell is it going to benefit me? You know what I'm saying? That's what us, our age group looks for. You know what I'm saying? All of that other shit. We don't really be caring about it because it don't really affect me. I mean, it'll affect me, yeah, but I don't care about it right now. But, but like, you, some, but you need, but, something like but student loan debt, that'll catch my attention. Right. But to that point, though, like, you know how you said someone needs to say something like that to catch my attention. Don't be fooled by the headlines because I don't give a fuck, to be honest, about the headlines and what you say you're going to do. I care about your plans and action. So, like, it sounds good to say, like, I'm going to be able to excuse student loan debt for 42 million Americans because that's a headline. But it's like, how are you really going to go about this? Like, what is your plan? Because if you're going to excuse that or basically make that shit go away, quote unquote, you have to have a plan of action because that debt is being utilized by certain entities, banks, you know, companies, private loan groups or whatever institutions to generate money. So if you're going to basically say you're going to cut out billions, trillions of dollars worth of money to certain entities, they going to be looking to get that from somewhere. So where are they going to get that from and how are you going to pay them people? So it's like, I don't know. I'm always curious to see what is your true plan, not what you can say. Right. But hey, honestly, it's a start. I mean, you got to tell the people what you want to plan to do before you start the action. Aren't we not sick and tired of being told a whole bunch of cool shit just for it not to happen? Hey, we got to start somewhere, bro. I don't know, but I feel like that's a little. I feel like that's a little lazy, though. I feel but like here's the thing, bro. What happens. Here's the thing. How are you just gonna start a plan and you don't have no support behind it? So you telling that's me? Cool. You telling me she's just gonna run for president? We don't even know what her plans is. So she just all action, no talk, and we don't know what what she even plans on doing. How is she gonna have support? Man, if she just all talking no action, she ain't no better than having a... She might as well just join us on this podcast. I'm just saying, we, we it has to spark the interest to get the support. I hear you. I hear you. Talking about certain things, definitely. I mean, and this is what they're good at, politicians, right? They understand that they got to have certain talking points that's going to electrify the crowd. But my thing is, to be effective as a leader, bro, you have to have a plan... And you can, sh- you need to be able to show it. That's a fact. 
Because we the people put these people in charge. Right. So, you know, if a, a collective, you know, group of people or enough of the population votes one way or another, we should be able to say, oh, what's your plan to really make this shit happen? And we could be able to, and we should be allowed to ask that too before it takes place to where now you are the president or whatever the fuck or the governor or the mayor. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. what are you really going to do and how are you going to get it done? You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to give me 100% of the plan, but show me that you working and show me that you got a viable way to take this action. You know, because to talk about it is cool, but we seen what just talking about shit gets you. You're going to end up with another Donnie. That is a fact. That is a fact, man. Because that nigga's a chit-chatter. I you can't, know how to chit-chat with I the best I can't of. stand Donnie, man. That nigga's a comedian, though. I give it to him. He been interesting to watch because that motherfucker did not waver, didn't tighten up. He got worse in certain aspects, and he just been been Donnie all along. <laughs> he has not changed, man. He is the same asshole from day one. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious to see who black and who running. Ain't that what, what black uh, people about to jump up? The one lady is uh, she like a she light skin. I can't think of her name. I ain't gonna say she light skin, but that's just how I'm explaining her appearance to you. Yeah, why are you scared to say light skin? Because you know people be you? tripping. You know why we dividing our people? Why she gotta be light skin? Because you describe how describe how she looks, man. Stop being pussy. What is if she was light skin? She's light skin. If she was a brown skin woman, she'd be brown skin. Yes, we are all black. We get that. But if these people are gonna come at you for literally describing how they look, they can suck my dick. Man, what what is her name, bro? But who are you talking about though? Kamala Harris. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Kamala? I mean, you you ask who black running a. Yeah. Yeah, Kamala trying to throw her hat in there too. I, I mean, I hear Burn, Burn coming back. Bernie. Burn. Bernie, old though, man. Bernie like eighty nine. Burn about to, about to roll over, boy. Burn, old man, in that motherfucker though. I, I don't know. I mean, even with Bernie too, right? I mean, at least I, I do respect Bernie though, cause he always gonna be Burn. Like he been locked into what he believe in, and it ain't like too much switching him in and out. So it's like if you rock with that. Just know what you're getting yourself into, and I'm pretty. I respect it because you do kind of know what yourself you get. Excuse me, you do know what you're getting into. With Burn, it's just like with his certain plans work out. It's you know it's hard to tell, but I mean I feel like he has some good ideas on what we do need to do in certain regards. So I feel like in terms of Democrats, if they would listen to Burn a little bit more, but have to. I feel like they got to walk the line of something in the middle. Keep it slightly moderate, though, because there's a lot of fringe conservatives that I feel like are easy to sway, especially after Donnie, because mm-hmm. he don't scare a lot of people. Yeah, that's right. I I just know one thing, man. Whoever it is, man, I just hope they better than this dude. True. Big true. Yeah, man. It might be Steve Harvey, I heard. I know one thing, though, bro. I'm sick of talking about Donnie. I, I, I don't even feel like giving him no more of my attention. I hear you. What about Jon Snow? You think Jon Snow should put his hat in there? Who? Oh, you ain't a Game of Thrones? Come on, man. You disrespecting me. I told you I don't watch that earlier, and now you going to bring it up again? Hey, what? Hold what, on, what, what don't what, say I'm disrespecting hey, what, you. What, what, Fuck out of here, cuz. Remember that uh, August Alcina uh, interview on 106? I told y'all what? don't ask me that shit before I walked in here. <laughs> <laughs> man, fuck you, man. I'm a Game of Thrones, nigga. You you got me out here recording and I'm missing my episode. I'm about to go rewatch my shit. Fuck on with y'all. Hey, I don't I don't know nothing about Games of Thrones. I don't know what's going on. 
I know all I know is that Stark chick. I guess she pulled a a, a Jordan and switched hands on somebody. That's all I know. Oh yeah, Arya Stark. Yes, sir. Shit, that nigga with the okie doke hit the Night King with the okie dogs of all okie dogs. But I ain't gonna hold you for my Game of Thrones out there. I know y'all a little upset about the episode three though. Let's keep it a buck. Now, BC, you may need to fall back and rewatch and catch up. But just know, yes, Arya Stark pulled the okie doke of all okie dogs. But you know the way he died, and for that storyline to I guess be over, I'm a little. I don't know. I'm beside myself. I feel like it's a little lackluster now. Like what are we gonna do? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Listen, I'm the only throwny on here tonight, but fuck you, BC. We're going to continue on then since you a bitch ass nigga. So tell everybody, it took my nigga Rum 11 days to go see Endgame, y'all. It took him First of all, days. okay, okay, okay. I am a comic book fiend with the shits. It did take me 11 days to see Endgame because we were trying to go to a theater by the crib. You feel me? You know... I'm a city boy now, so I live in the city, but all the city fucking theaters was all fucking bought up, and we can't go during the week because we all work and shit on our schedules, so we had to wait until the weekend after the movie came out, but I seen it today. Okay. Let me just yeah. say. Ha-ha! <laughs> the people. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to a real one. Rest in all peace. Right. Rest in peace, Tony Stahl. Rest in pe- hey, oh Rest yeah, just so y'all man. know. Um, what? The, um, you interrupted me. The Don't Spoil the end game Timer has been up. So yeah, it's up now that I've seen it. So no more yeah. spoiler alert. We about to talk about this. Yeah, man, Iron Man dies. I'm sorry, he dies Not in a grateful dog, death. Tony, man, why couldn't it, Captain America? Couldn't it been, he went and got old why on couldn't niggas. It been Steve, why? But but he did die. But the thing is, he died on his own terms on some selfish shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he did go back in time and go get right with his little baby mom. That's corny. But you know niggas always gonna do some wild shit for pussy. That's corny, bro. I'm not even Hope try to get uh even 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 Hope try to get the Black Widow back. He said it. You know niggas gonna act up for some pussy. But that's different. That's different. Uh, oh. She sacrificed herself. He didn't you sacrifice just like, nothing. You just, you, you just don't like Cap. You don't like Cap. I, I'm I'm not a Cap fan. I I haven't been a Cap fan. Everybody know that. Yeah. But but busy, that's how bro. but that's how half of the MCU uh fan base is. You know. Cat cool. I mean, you just got to understand Cat corny. Like, he corny. Cat definitely fuck, corny. But I ain't going to lie. Chris Evans plays Captain America to a T. He's a great Captain America. Yeah, man. It's going to be sad to see him and Tony go, man. Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. Hey, but my nigga Forever Papa Doc about to take over as Captain yeah, America. Man, man, that shit. I ain't going to hold you, bro. When that shit happened at the end, bro, I was sick. <laughs> because you know in the comics, it's really Bucky. So, like, the fact that they try to switch it up and make it my nigga Papa Doc, hey. my nigga Clarence. Clarence I was like, hey, bro. Clarence, Clarence about to have is nothing real but good a sidekick, bro. Clarence ain't nothing but a sidekick, bro. Why is he getting the shield? Hey, man. Hey, shit about to, it's about to be so crazy with Cap being black. <laughs> it is going to be interesting. I'm ready for that Black Panther 2, though. Oh, that and Black that Panther Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man movie. I'm ready to see what's shaking. I know man. you was hyped when Black Panther pick up the gauntlet and start toting that joint like Barry. Oh yeah, he he picked that bitch up. <laughs> he took that bitch out. He took that. He took off on niggas. Nigga hit a quick four three. He won a four three forty for sure. Bruh, for sure. Easy. Nah, he probably won like a good four one eight. That nigga got out. That nigga definitely got out. Yeah, he was moving, and then and then Spidey, you know what I'm saying? He came in with the with the cold suit, instant kill mode, start start turning up. Hey, listen, Spidey back, 
Spidey about to take over. He about to be the new leader of the Avengers. Captain Marvel got to chill, though. I ain't see the movie, but when I seen her pull up and she tried to like act like she been here, like, hold hey, on, bitch. What my nigga War Machine say, uh, we all about that superhero shit over here. Don't, don't, don't try right. that. You know he wanted to drop a bitch. <laughs> he he really did. Really he wanted, wanted to say, listen here, listen here, ho. We about that superhero shit He wanted to be like, hey, bitch. We all about that superhero shit. Like, you fall back, bitch. Hey, though, but 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 my shorty Carol, she came in with static. You know what I'm saying? Ain't, ain't, ain't too many bras running through a ship. You feel me? And then I mean, Thanos cool tried to hit her. All, he tried to hit her with the head, but she said, "Nigga, what?" She did. Hey, she did kind of get into that nigga's bag, though. She, she said, "Bitches, you're crazy." But I'm not gonna hold you though. That uh, she definitely got the. Can I see the manager haircut? And I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm gonna just leave it at she that. I'm not a fan of that. Cut. I don't know why she cut her hair mid movie. Like, bitch, why you go from mom. long hair to? It was five years past, bro. She she needed a new look. They could have give her like a look, a different look. Why she cut the hair? Bro, she got that like, she definitely got the like. I got two missed kids. What you wanted like, to come in there with a bang, bro? Nah, not a bang. I'm not a fan <laughs> of bangs. Females with bangs, though, like, hold on, we got to talk about that just real quick. Women with bangs are should not be trusted. They they the same as niggas with black forces, bro. They equal. Cause cause women with bangs, they 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 hiding something. That's a fact. What are you hiding behind that bang? <laughs> A lot of rage and anger on that big ass forehead. You feel me? And niggas with black forces, they need to die. Listen, if I if I go in the they club like, and see a nigga Thanos, with black forces, I'm not in the club. Niggas anymore. with niggas with black forces in the club are literally Thanos. Cause why are you in here with black forces, bro? You you buy black forces with bad intentions. What game are you trying to end? Mm, that's a bar. Oh, that's a bar. Mm, that's a double entendre if you think mm. you know niggas in there with the black forces don't want you running game on no hoes and they trying to end the game too just in general mm, nasty mm. but nonetheless I, I don't trust niggas with black forces yeah I can't trust a nigga with black forces at all yeah cause every nigga I ever knew with black forces yeah nah <laughs> yeah just, just leave it alone bro. <laughs> oh nah bro like like no, like you know, niggas come the first day of school with the all whites. If you came the first day of school with the all blacks, you wasn't gonna make it through school because you know that nigga getting kicked out. Nigga getting kicked out of class as we speak. Listen, if I come in class and one of my students got on black forces, bro, he's not in my class. You have to withdraw. Get them. Oh yeah, that nigga's in ISS early. Get him out of there. Can't trust niggas in black forces, bro. But um, back shit, back man. to the end game. What was your favorite scene in What's Endgame, up? bro? Favorite scene. Mm, that's spicy. Um, shit, brother. Uh, I really enjoyed that scene with uh, you know, they first all get back together when like you know, you know, uh, Captain Marvel retrieves um Tony Stark and them mm-hmm. from space, brings them back, and like they're trying to figure out what to do, and like Tony goes off on fucking Cap. And he's like frail as shit. Takes off the thing. PTSD I really Tony. That. That really, PTSD Tony. Yes. Yeah. PTSD Tony wasn't really. He needed to get right. And then I like when they had to go back and kind of like retrieve some of the gang members after five years. That was dope. Um, I re- of course the fighting scenes. Um, I kind of, I kind of was a little salty though because I mean I guess I kind of want a little bit more build up about Thanos. I mean, granted, when they killed them that first time and like in the first know, ten minutes of the movie. It fucked me up. Me it had you. It had you shocked. Like, you know, you like what? Like this is what I came. I'm like, here what to the see. movie about to be about? Yeah, now. this is what I came here to see. <laughs> like, what happened? Yeah, they 
shot cuz head off so quick. I was like, hold on, bro. You talking the niggas talking about this movie is three hours long. The the climax just happened in the first ten minutes. I'm saying though, like Thanos dead. <laughs> hey, I, I don't know what else. That kind of fucked me up. And then they but went no. five years into the future with it too. So I was yeah. like, all right, all right, I see what you did. You know what I'm saying? And they had to get the game back together. That was definitely some shit. And then when, hey, but then the most fire scene though is when, you know what I'm saying? Thanos got gang gang behind him, and everybody like beat the fuck up. And then my nigga, Doctor Strange, get the little s- with the circle, nigga, and everybody <laughs> yeah. pop out. Yeah. 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 You see, you see hey, listen. Black walk through listen. that bitch on some. They came in there. You... Chief keep playing. Gang in this bitch. Gang in this bitch. Gang, they gang back. In this bitch. Squatted. For real. I, I, but no, you know, my favorite scene. You, you, they, did, they, they did certain cheesy moments. Like, why they make all the black people come out one circle? Like why was the why was my nigga uh, <laughs> Clarence in fucking Wakanda? Like he never been to Wakanda. Like why was he popping out he, of Wakanda? Like bro, that? All of them, all of them was in Wakanda though. Strange, I know, but you went when it got everybody. It, but if you peeped it though, they popped out of Wakanda like on some just like it was just dim out that little circle. Like I seen what they did. Like, okay, <laughs> we'll put all the black people here because they did another one with all the chicks. Like when Shorty got beat up and like Spidey had to give her oh, the fucking godly. Yeah, they made all the like, ladies get in formation. Yeah, man. I definitely heard some Beyonce playing. That's a fact, bro. <laughs> I mean, I, re- I respect it, though. I-, I let them get them little bars off. I fuck with it, though. I mean, it's cool as hell, man. I love fucking MCU, man. Ah, man, I'm so excited for the-, the X-Men movie coming in July. Damn, can I tell you my favorite scene? Oh, yeah. oh, my bad, bro. I'm just too excited. Damn, your big excited ass. All right, first of all, back to the PTSD. First off, PTSD Tony. I like PTSD Tony, but PTSD Thor is by far my favorite. Bro. Oh, I love it, and I like, I like the way they stick to the whole it. Movie too. That shit was fire, bro. Bro, they they had. I like the way they stuck to it. You know, like he stayed fat throughout the whole movie. His anger and his you know his rage carried him throughout the whole movie. You know what I'm saying and. You know, it was a point where my, my dog felt like he wasn't worthy no more. The God yeah, of Thunder bro, felt like he was wasn't fire. worthy no more. And my dog, once he once he got, got the hammer, you know, it was static. That shit was, no, nah, I really felt, Thor, Thor was like, I think he was the best in the movie, bro. Bro, Thor is my favorite Avenger. He's my favorite. I think yeah, he definitely became like my favorite, like top three for me for sure. Like it was crazy because at four, at first I was like, yo, this nigga kind of corny on some Captain America shit. But he is like legit developed so well. Def definitely the best character development besides obviously Tony Stark, but definitely the best character development for all of the MCU. Yes. Because like By far. from where he went to or from where he started. From where, to where he, he started now, with that first Thor movie, you almost thought it was downhill from there, bro. Cause yeah, he, that shit was a little too corny. But like when they gave him some life in Ragnarok, that's when Ragnarok, I really fell in love with Ragnarok Thor. Ragnarok was the revival. Ragnarok, man. they gave him life, bro. They gave him personality. Like yo, Thor is legit. Like he fire, bro. I fuck with Thor. I fuck with Hulk too in this shit too. But when my my favorite scene, like if I had to boil it down to one scene, when my dog Thor put both of them hands out mm. and both of them came in. Oh my god! I fought with. I fought with. It was with. static. Cap too. Cap picking up the little hammer. I fought with Cap picking up the hammer. Like, oh, he was getting he was busy like, with I the hammer shield combo. That shit was fired though. He scooped that bitch. The, he hey. scooped that bitch up like a scoop and score nigga off a of fumble. My dog Thor said, "I knew it." I knew that it. That shit was fire. <laughs> that shit was fire, bro. I don't Bruh, think nobody. The, the hammer shield combo. He was in a oh, duffy yeah. that 
was unattainable. Ain't nobody oh, else gonna get in that deficit. Right then. Yeah, yeah, he was fucking niggas up right then and there. It wasn't, it wasn't light at all. It wasn't sweet fucking around with him. Hope too. I fuck with Hope being like regular Hope, Bruce Banner Hope. You know what I'm saying? That shit was smooth. Bruh, Ant-Man, Ant-Man, that was my, uh, that might have been my favorite person in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, Thor is my favorite Avenger, but Ant-Man, bro, that was great comic relief. Like, he was a key part to that movie, if you really want to think about it. Him and Thor for sure carried the movie. Bro. Because Thor always came in with his little bars. Ant-Man was on, he was in his bag, bro. Nah, I fuck with it, man. The movie was great, bro. The movie, the movie was, was definitely great, great man. I, oh, man. I wish I had more time to dive in about the MCU, man. I feel like we're going to have to make this a a, a next, next day topic. Yeah, we definitely have to have a little nerd out episode because, I mean, you know, we do touch on various topics. But, yeah, MCU, comics, where they going? Because X-Men is coming, bro. Like, I'm excited to hey, see. Hey, you know who coming. Get the my, X-Men. My dog, the Ryan, event. is on the way. <laughs> Hey, Deadpool, baby. My boy Ryan on the way, and he about to bring all the static, dog. That shit's going to be ill, Bill. It's about to be so fire, bro. No, nah, man, I'm so excited. A little geek out session right now, but, man, but we're on, bro. We got to wrap this up, man. It's getting late. Niggas got to get ready for work. Bro, I got, I got 6 a.m. lifts in the morning. Yes, sir. Coach life, baby. Oh, man. Oh man, man, it was great, man. It was great to be back, man. I, I didn't been out, down and out for a little while, but shout out to, um, shout out to Taz and Chandler for hopping on the pod, handling business when our um. Don't other... shout them. Hey, they. Don't I ain't gonna lie. Them. I liked, I liked Chandler's um social media etiquette video. I really did. Like, I mean, uh, pod. I liked that. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it, but Chandler got some weird ass point of views, bro. Cause niggas was going crazy in my DMs when she was like, "Hold on, Chandler date dudes that kiss her in the mouth when her there comes in her mouth." I said, "Bro, I don't know." I said the same shit. She she had some nut ass shit. Yeah, legit, hey, like, you kissing your girl if you? I mean, not to get too much into your business. It's my girl. If you bust a nut in your girl mouth, you girl. kissing your girl with the nut in the mouth. It's my girl. Huh? It's my girl. You talking about with what? it in there? Yeah, she still got the nut in her mouth. Ah, uh, nah, that's kind of weird, though. <laughs> oh, you nasty BC. Nah, I, ain't, okay. I ain't like that, though. I ain't like Y'all that. niggas is totally nah, different. Maybe I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't kiss no bitch with my nut. In my, I don't, I don't, I'm beside myself. You ain't supposed to taste your own nut. Hey, y'all, shout out to y'all for being here, man, because I'm not going to let Rum get wow, me into this, bro. I will not nasty. let him bait me into okay, this. I will well, not. All right. Well, you guys make of that of you what you will. Hey, man, I love y'all for being here, man. I, I'm I'm glad I could give y'all a little bit of insight in my life, but don't let Rum get me into this, bro, because I, I will. This nigga nasty. <laughs> this concludes another episode of Undisciplined Podcast. Yo, Thank y'all for listening. Appreciate y'all, Ciao, man. Bro. Uh...